Hi, this is Gaurav from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Day 2 of protests against the clean chit given to CGI Ranjan Gogoi in the sexual harassment case leveled against him by a 35-year-old ex-SC staffer continued on Wednesday as women protesters gathered outside Rajiv Chowk metro station in Connaught Place to demand justice and a fair hearing for the complainant. However, the scene played out exactly as it had the previous day when women protesters in numbers much larger than today had assembled on the main road opposite the Supreme Court. Heavy police and rapid action force personnel were present today at Connaught Place as well, and no sooner had the sloganeering and chanting commenced that the protesters were loaded into police vehicles by the authorities and once again taken to Mandir Mark police station to be detained. A total of 16 women protesters were detained today, leaving behind barely five-six of them at the spot. One police officer was recording the entire protest on a handheld camcorder, while another police official had a mic in his hand and was announcing that Section 144 had been invoked. Hence, the crowd needed to disperse. A third protest has been called for tomorrow, that is Thursday, at 12 noon, outside Rajiv Chowk Metro's Gate No. 3 in Connaught Place. Since its inception in 1955, the UEFA Champions League has had only four instances of a team losing after winning the first leg of a game. Last night, Spanish team Barcelona FC became the fifth team to do so when they lost 4-0 to English club Liverpool FC. In the first leg of the semi-finals held last week, Liverpool got demolished 3-0, meaning that they now had to score an extra goal at home on an aggregate basis to win the fixture. What seemed like an impossible task, especially against a Spanish side led by Lionel Messi, was made possible by coach Urgen Klopp's players at their home in the Anfield Stadium. Divock Origi and Jorginho Wijnaldum scored two goals apiece for Liverpool and went on to beat Barcelona 4-0. They will now play the finals of the tournament against the winner of Ajax and Tottenham Hotspur, which is scheduled for tonight. However, the one worry Liverpool may carry into the finals would be the injury of their player Andy Robertson, who had to leave the field at about half-time after a collision with ex-Liverpool player Luis Suarez. At a time when the country is high on political debates taking place during election time, Twitterati seem to have gone gaga over something which might just trump most of them in terms of importance and relevance for the everyday Indian. Turns out, the country is facing a shortage of the popular Ramzan refreshment, Ruavza. Yes, hashtag Ruavza went viral after columnist Shivam Vij wrote an article for the print about the beverage being a major Ramzan crisis for Indian Muslims. According to his report, the iconic drink produced by Hamdard Laboratories has been off the market in India for four to five months, as well as unavailable on online stores. After reports of the shortage circulated online, the head of Hamdard Laboratories in Pakistan, Osama Qureshi, offered to supply the drink to India through the Waga border. Using his Twitter handle, he tweeted at Vij, saying, I quote, Brother, we can supply hashtag Ruavza and hashtag Ruavza Go to India during this Ramzan. We can easily send trucks through Waga border if permitted by Indian government. Close quote. Vij responded to this by saying, I quote, The Pakistani Ruavza has offered to come to the rescue. Close quote. A Bengaluru civil court has directed TV channels AsiaNet and Suvarna News to pay 50 lakh rupees as damages after they were led liable for defaming Kannada actress and former Congress MP Divya Spandana by linking her to the 2013 IPL fixing scandal. Additionally, the court also granted for a permanent prohibitory injunction on the channel from telecasting any programmes linking her to the said scandal. The case was filed against two shows aired by Sovarna News in May 2013 that showed still pictures of Spandana, former brand ambassador of Royal Challengers Bangalore, and talked about alleged involvement of a Kannada actress in quote-unquote betting and spot-fixing. 
Spandana was actively campaigning for assembly elections at the time and contended that she was not involved in the IPL in any way. AsiaNet and Sovarna News contended that news channels were entitled to broadcast news related to public events and figures and no direct reference was made to Divya Spandana. The court ruled in favor of Spandana, calling the acts of the defendants as I quote complete violation of journalistic ethics, close quote, and a deliberate attempt to destroy the popularity of the plaintiff. Asia Bibbi, a Pakistani Christian woman who spent 8 years on death row after being found guilty of blasphemy, a conviction that was later overturned, has arrived in Canada, her lawyer said today. Bibi was convicted and sentenced to death in 2010 after being accused of speaking against the Prophet Muhammad during a heated argument with Muslim women. She insisted she had not done so and that she was the victim of false accusations prompted by bigotry. Bibi, a former farm worker in her early 50s, was cleared of the charges last year and released from prison under government protection, which led to calls for her execution and violent protests by hardline Islamists that paralyzed large parts of the country. According to the New York Times, her lawyer Saiful Maluk confirmed through text messages that Bibi had left Pakistan for Canada on Tuesday. In a brief telephone interview from Pakistan, Maluk said that Bibi was in Ottawa, where her two daughters have lived since December. Referring to people generally and Muslims who live in Canada in particular, Maluk said, and I quote, "Now they should let her live in peace." Close quote. At least eight people have been killed and more than twenty-four wounded in a blast outside a prominent Sufi shrine in the eastern Pakistani city of Lahore. Rescue and police officials said the blast took place on Wednesday morning, targeting a police security vehicle outside the Data Darbar shrine in Pakistan's second-largest city. Eight people were killed, including five policemen. Provincial Police Chief Arif Nawaz told reporters shortly after the attack. Rescue Services spokesman Mohammad Farooq told Al Jazeera that at least five of those wounded were in critical condition and being treated at Lahore's Mayo Hospital. Data Darbar is one of the country's most well-known and venerated shrines, which has thousands thronging to the final resting place of Sufi Saint Abul Hasan Ali Hajveri every day. The numbers have gone up since the beginning of the Muslim holy month of Ramzan, which commenced on Tuesday in Pakistan. Before I wrap up, here are some recommendations from newslaundry.com. The first is a story titled #MadhyaPradesh. In this village, caste determines the distance you travel to fetch water. Reported by News Laundry's very own sharpshooter Pratik Goyal. Pratik reports from the ground in Morena Lok Sabha constituency of Chambal in Madhya Pradesh, where he speaks to Adivasi families about the prevailing issue of caste and how it adversely affects them. The personal element brought forth in this report will make you feel like you're right there in the room with them. Do give this a read. Another report that you don't want to miss out on is a first-person account written by yours truly of what went down on the first day of the protests against the clean chit given to CGI Ranjan Gogoi. The report brings to light how force was used to disperse women protesters from outside the Supreme Court, and how they, along with a few journalists, were detained at a local police station. It also speaks of how Section 144 was invoked by the authorities. Some of it has been reported from inside the police station, where the detainees, including myself, were kept. The protests carried on even inside the police station, making the walls reverberate with their slogans and chants, and the energy was nothing short of electrifying. It takes a lot of resources, such as money, time, and equipment, to enable reporters like Pratik and I to execute such stories that mainstream media chooses to ignore. This is why we need your support so that we can continue bringing you reports that matter and that you want to read. Subscribe to NewsLaundry.com and do your bit by paying to keep news free. That's all the news we have for you today, folks. Have a good night or a great day, depending on where you're listening to us from. See you tomorrow.
All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.